Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm tipsy monologue. Pour into your soul. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is another episode of A Tipsy Monologue Pour Into Your Soul. This is your girl, Lyrical Freedom, and I'm back with another podcast episode. So I really wanted to get in. You know, it's January 21st, um, and I just really wanted to like just dive right in. I know I haven't put anything out since December 10th. Uh, I don't even want to make no excuses for y'all no more. I'm just going to say, you know, life has just been crazy. Um, And if you were living in 2020 with me, I'm pretty sure you had a crazy life as well last year. And not to mention, we come into 2021 with a few things that are crazy. Um, Also, I mean, of course, we had the inauguration last uh, last night. And so I just wanted to like, you know, kind of talk about some things. So it's a new year. Um, New Year, same me, you know, the same me is just the person who's going to keep on growing and progressing and having positive energy and positive attitude. And so I just wanted to, you know, some bring some light, shed some light into this new world, kind of like, you know, putting out some positive energy to welcome us into 2021. Um, I know it's going to take a few people um, some time to get used to saying 2021, but um, I don't even want to say 2020 no more. So it's easy for me. And I don't know about y'all, but y'all should let that go. Okay. Uh, So diving right in, I just kind of want to start off talking about, you know, the new things that have happened in 2021, not just with me, but with the whole world or with the whole country and that inauguration, man, like I turned on that TV and I'm not, or actually I turned on YouTube. I didn't even watch it on TV. Um, I'm not really a big fan of like diving into um political things and stuff like that because it's just like it's the same old thing just a new day that's how I feel but I'm talking about these outfits that um Dr. Biden Michelle Obama and um Kamala Harris Kamala Harris you know I don't know you know, some people say um, Kamala. Some people say Kamala. I think she says Kamala, so we're going to go with that. Um, but yeah, them outfits, man, they look like whole Powerpuff Girls up there. And I was just so forward. Um, and then some people put out memes of um, Dr. Biden and uh, Vice President Harris for Frozen because they actually did have on the outfits. I'm sorry, guys, but y'all did. So, um, but yeah, just seeing them walking out, you know, they could never, they could never do what Michelle Obama did. Okay. Now, if y'all look back on that picture from 20, uh, what was it? 2017 versus the picture of 2021. Um, I think we can easily say that Michelle was definitely in her bag this time because she knew that we were getting um, somebody out of that office. Like I said, I don't talk too much about politics on my podcast. I'm open to it, but it's just like, to me, it's just like, it's another drag that we have to keep reliving every single day. And we already living in that. So not gonna get too much into that, but we already know, um, 
you know, who left that office and everything. So we are very excited. But I personally am not. I will say I was way more excited about them outfits them ladies had on, um, a.k.a. Destiny's Child, uh, <laughs> what they had on versus um, the actual full inauguration. I was I was excited about um, the, the the 22-year-old young lady, the youngest poet for an inauguration, you know, actually having um a beautiful beautiful poem to actually come out in the inauguration and talk about and you know miss goodman like hand claps to you you know just the black excellence that i saw yesterday was amazing um i'll just keep it at that i'm not gonna sit here and say well you know some of them weren't that but uh yeah you know just really really looking at that, really realizing that no matter how old y'all want to push the president to be, um, everybody around them is going to continue to keep getting younger and younger. And that's just what it is. Um, the fact that it's 2021 and we had the first youngest, um, and African-American, um, poet to do the inauguration poet, poet poem is crazy to me, but it also shows that the times that we're living in, all of the people that were born in the 30s and 40s and 50s um, are slowly starting to transition out of here um, with political jobs. And so the people that are going to be taking over those jobs are going to be younger people. Uh, I also wanted to uh, talk about the fact that I be looking at this. So if I even talk, I'm not talking about the political side, but I'm just talking about the side that people really don't think about. Every year, the president, it seems like, aside from uh, Barack Obama was a, a, a fluke in their system, a fluke in their plan, right? But every president before him, every president after him has been old as crap. I don't understand the 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 requirements anymore so a lot of people don't know um and i'll say a lot of people that i've talked to don't know the actual requirements and qualifications to be the president um i will just say this it takes more qualifications to be a doctor a nurse a a teacher um a counselor therapist whatever social worker anybody who don't get paid like they get paid um yeah so to be the president of the United States, all you have to be is 35 or older. Yes, I said 35. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you all could actually be candidates of the presidency. And I think we're going to get to a place where there are going to be more, um, one more minorities and two more people that are a lot younger um, who actually have more experience than Trump will ever have, um, as well as um, more experience than other people will ever have, that actually decide to be candidates for presidency. It takes a lot of money. Um, it te- definitely takes a lot of mar- uh, money, marketing, um, and being a and being a name, making a name for yourself while you're in the first stages of trying to be president. So probably the first the, the two years before um, the year that we actually um, start the whole process of president elects and all of that stuff. So I will say, so yes, yeah, three qualifications: thirty-five years and older. Um, being a natural born citizen of the United States and also being in the United States for 14 years. So basically what that means is you have to actually be born here. But say if you say if you decided to move to Japan, um, 
well, you have to actually be living in the United States for the for 14 years prior to you wanting to be candidate, wanting to be a presidential presidential candidate. So that's what that is. That is it. You don't have to be a senator first. You don't have to be a congressman first. You don't have to be an attorney or a lawyer or um, have a bachelor's degree or an associate's degree. You can have a high school diploma, money, and make a name for yourself. And you, in 35, and um, a natural born citizen in the United States, and be living here for 14 years, and um, you're shooing. So, needless to say, um, we would prefer you know, people who have military backgrounds, uh, especially when you're the commander of chief of um, military arms forces, armed forces uh, as president. Um, Yeah. So with that, it's just like you really sit here and think about, wow, like I really sit down and think about, wow, like there one, there should be a cut off age, in my opinion. Um, to to try to be worried about someone making it for two terms at least because most of the presidents have made it two terms unless they have died early or um, the the few that that they didn't make it no no two terms um, Trump being a part of that few now so but there are more presidents that have made it two terms than there are the ones who only did one term so I, I just I, I I sigh because I'm like we shouldn't be worried about if you're going to make it two terms, Um, especially if the country really likes you and you get elected again um, because Joe Biden being uh, 78 years old right now um, and about to be 79 this year, you know, really shakes my head because if he wins two terms, homeboy will be almost 87 um, when his two terms are up. And so trying to, you know, nothing's wrong with, you know, older people becoming president I'm not saying that I'm just saying we should really think about um where the world is headed right now and the politics and the transitioning of you know different laws um different constitutional rights and stuff like that we have to really look at those things and really say like is it going to be more effective for someone who was born in late 30s to dictate the some of the laws that he can pass on his own plus some of the laws that he wants to pass with all three branches um, versus someone who is you know has military experience and and is an educate and does have an educational background doesn't have to I say educational background because it doesn't mean you have to have a degree but some educational background to where you can actually do this job effectively is that something that you know, we are looking for as a country going forward um, in our future and where we're trying to head to. And, you know, I think we should normalize um, seeing more people of color, regardless if you're um, uh, black, Caribbean, uh, black, Caribbean, African, um, Asian, Indian, Hispanic, like I say people of color, not doesn't necessarily have to be black. Um, but normalizing these groups of people being a part of something great, as well as normalizing the age group to change. Um, the youngest president, the three youngest presidents of the presidential history is uh, JFK, uh, Pokey and um, Barack Obama. And they were in their mid to early 40s, 40, early 40s to late to mid 40s. And you know, just sitting here thinking like, but why can't we get somebody that's 35? 
Is it because it's not normal and it's not talked about and it's deemed to be a 35 year old still, you know, still trying to find their way and still trying to be successful. But I've seen a I've seen a lot of successful 30 year olds. You know, I've seen a lot of successful 35 year olds. I've seen a lot of uh, younger, younger uh, groups of people just trying to figure out how they're going to um, change their communities that they're from or communities that they see deemed, you know, to actually change it and grow it and stuff like that. And so just really looking at that, it's like, what's wrong? And even if y'all wanted to start off with, you know, a 35-year-old white man, okay, cool, fine, whatever. Like, normalize it being, you know, us adapting to the change. Like, why is it that we tend to, um, and I say we as as a country, not as um, <laughs> black people, but as a country, like, why do we see that the older, older you are, the more fit that you are? Because in my in my experience, mentally, uh, the younger you are, the more you are fit to do the active duties that it really takes to be the president. Right. But then, you know, you will have arguments that, um, you know, well, age comes with experience and wisdom. Um, you'll have arguments that younger people tend to be more emotionally inclined, um, you know, just different things. But let's start normalizing that conversation. Let's have that conversation, you know. Let's normalize working towards the future that we're trying to build. We These people that are born in the late 30s, 40s, and 50s are moving towards... Um, retirement as well as older age to where you know most people would say if you live until 90 you lived a healthy you know you lived a, a fulfilling life um you live until 100 you live to a fulfilling fulfilling life and so these people in 10 to 20 years will be transitioning not the not people in the 50s but i'll say their late 30s and 40s will be transitioning to either um not in their flesh anymore um or they'll be transitioning into you know, wanting to settle down, not being able to take on as much stress as they would be able to at 40 and 35 and 38 and 39 of years of age. And so, you know, you want, you don't want someone, obviously that's why they made the requirement. You don't want somebody in their twenties, um, or even 30, you know, trying to make decisions for the whole entire country. But I would love to see someone that is 35 or 38 or 40 years old, trying to you know change history and change the rules and change the outcomes of things because these people aren't raised around the environments of you know minorities being the weaker group or wanting the uh, wanting all these resources from the government and and not being able to change the laws because they're not um they don't see it fit because they have other things to worry about right um so, yeah, man, we really should, you know, not really trying to get into all the political things. We really should normalize uh, seeing more younger people, more younger groups of people really putting their all um, and people trusting in them to, uh, you know, give them resources when they are trying to market. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a huge thing as well, because 35 year olds depending on the world, you know, they don't really get the younger groups of people don't really get the help uh, as far as people sponsoring their um, candidacies runs and stuff like that. 
So it's just really something that we should really look at seeing how the world is becoming right now. So I know a lot of us, we um, distract ourselves with substances. Uh, we distract ourselves with uh, sex. We distract ourselves with work. We distract ourselves with our kids and friends and family and stuff like that. And that's fine. But we also need to be aware um, because ignorance is um, not an excuse anymore especially for how our world is turning out right now, we should really be aware of our surroundings. We should really be aware of our, our energy, our, our peace, our inner peace. We should really be aware of being more selfish um, to obtain to obtain the, the progress and the growth that we deem that we want, um, that we want it. And we should really uh, hone in on what the world or the country is asking of us versus what they're willing to give to us right so it's definitely something that I feel like why are we not asking enough questions you know like I ask questions every single day why are we not asking enough questions that is like my biggest biggest pet peeve we are willing to just be like well you know the government did say or the news said or you know there's multiple resources, there's multiple um, sources out here that say X, Y, and Z, and we're just willing to settle on it. Prime example, I get on uh, Facebook and people are talking about, of course, the vaccine and everything. And, you know, a lot of people, including myself, are still, you know, trying to weigh out our odds as far as what we actually want to do. And um, some people are saying, heck no, never. Uh, some people have already taken it that I know. Um, and it's just about really like tapping into, okay, you know, we know that everything is not always what they say. We know that. And so even with, you know, the ingredients and stuff like that, like I see a bunch of people um, on my Facebook page saying that the COVID vaccine has COVID in it. It does not. Um, now, granted, when I say these things it does not mean I'm going to take this vaccine. I am still weighing out the odds, uh, options, and I'm still seeing if anybody uh, turns into a zombie. I'm just saying. Um... And just looking at that and just being like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it didn't take much, but a Google search to, you know, to find out that there's multiple sources that do tell you what the ingredients are. Now, I'm not saying that these ingredients mean that you can't have any side effects. Obviously, there are people who have had side effects. Now, out of 40,000 participants of the trial, only four people got Bell's palsy. I'm, you know, that's not really, a, uh, that's not really extreme extreme but what I don't like is I don't like when doctors um come on the news or come to people's jobs and say well huh well you know it's only been four people out of 40,000 I'd rather get Bell's palsy than uh than COVID because I can possibly die um one I'd rather have neither from anything floating around in my system that I can't even control and or take out um and I would rather you as a doctor not say that at all you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day it really does affect a lot of people um anxiety wise depression not being able to see their families some people lost family members and friends from um from this virus and stuff and so really really understanding and that is another part of the government that I just be like ugh you know what I'm saying so just really being aware of your surroundings and what you read and not 
always thinking everything I will say this and this is not for a pro for the vaccine at all this is me just saying in general um we can't always think that everything is a conspiracy we can't always every single thing there there are because basically what we're saying is that everything that everybody says is a lie you know what I'm saying? And so we have to really understand that we can ask questions. And I think it's about asking questions. It's not about um, just being like, oh, this is how I think. This is how I perceive it. And I think that's a part of growth on our part, you know, on our part. And I, I'm definitely somebody who has done that in the past, too. Like immediately, if everybody if everybody in my family is saying it, then I jump on the bandwagon. I don't do that anymore. Um, people are who they are and they perceive things how they perceive things and everything is not what we think we will never under we will never sometimes get the answers to all of our questions one and sometimes we will never figure out um figure out things that we think that we know because as soon as we think we know something it, it changes and, and that's just life science changes as well and so understanding that we can't go into something so naive one or or with a lack of knowledge because that does make us ignorant and it doesn't make us any better than other people who are fluent out false information with these sources that we're getting it from so um, I think it's just about doing your own research, reading. Reading is fundament fundamental. I used to hate reading. And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> Clearly, I need to because I can't believe everything that somebody else says. I can't get scared because you're scared. I can't be free with my life because you're free with yours. You know what I'm saying? Because what your immune system could take might mine might not and vice versa. Or what your life and what your mental state of mind could take, mine might not and vice versa so we have to understand that it's not even just about the vaccine or about this virus it's about everything in general in this world um i have been called a conspiracy theorist from many of my friends in the past and i'm okay with that um because but i under but i also what separates me from conspiracy theories theorists and myself is that i genuinely try to do as much research research as i can and i don't let the i don't let the research dictate how I'm going to think. So I don't use the research to fit my own motives. I use the research to actually learn something. So if it just so if I come to find out that dang, you know what I'm saying? Like this does cuz in the beginning, prime example, I thought that the vaccine was like the flu vaccine as far as it having the covid in it, right? And then I found out from several doctors um, that and, and, and two doctors that actually worked in the CDC um, to obtain um, the trials and stuff like that, I found out that it was made up of um, four proteins in, along with the M mRNA. I can never say that fast. And so understanding that it did not have the vaccine, in, I mean, the COVID virus in it at all. You know what I'm saying? So it's just really about um looking at things and like i said that doesn't mean that you ain't gonna have no side effects Ooh, protein you can't get no side effects on protein yes you can because anything that's altering your dna to make sure that they have it basically the vaccine is to build um false antibodies so it can fight off the virus for when it does come and so um when you are putting anything that's altering your dna um, to create certain things or altering your genes to create certain things or whatever the case may be, not just this vaccine, but any vaccines or antibiotics or whatever, anything that is altering something in your body can cause side effects. 
it's not the it's not the vaccine that's causing the side effects. It's it mixing with your DNA and mixing with your blood and mixing with your genes that is causing the side effects. And so that's what people have to understand. It's just like the HIV virus. HIV um, HIV does not uh, bring. HIV normally does not kill you. What happens is HIV lowers your immune system for you to get other sicknesses very easily, which will kill you because you no longer have these uh, blood cells to be able to fight off certain things. That is what that does. So it's not the virus itself. It's what the virus does to your body to make sure it does not have the capability to fight. Um, So, yeah, so it's just understanding those things and really understanding those terms and really getting along with it. So I will really just want to say, you know, through the politics and through just like all of the information and all of these things that have happened last year, um, what is your, and this is a question for everyone who is going to be listening. What the heck is your, um, your goals for this year? Like screw 2020 it's gone. It's in the past. Yes. There are still things that from 2020 that have came over to 2021, but that's a, that's, that's, that year is gone. Okay, so what are your manifestations? What are your intentions? What are your goals? Like, what do you want to bring to the table for yourself, for your family, for your friends to to either to counterpoach y'all all or to help your friends out or help your family out or help yourself out? Like, what are your intentions in your life? Romantic intentions, financial freedom intentions, whatever the intentions are, let's start there because we have to start with self before we try to bring ourselves out of ourselves and bring it into everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So is your intentions to have more positive energy swarming around you? Are your intentions to get involved with... um, get involved really with spirituality is your intentions to get involved with with learning more about this world and not just from what the news says or what are your intentions do your intentions to read more books or your intentions to um have more sex on a regular and get your sex life back together with your spouse or with whoever that you you know you do have sexual escapades with you know like what set your intentions Let's not worry about, you know, we can't worry about things that we cannot control. Now, do we want to give ourselves um, to benefit, you know, these treatments? If you're a scientist, are your intentions to go into um, these labs and stuff and make sure that you are actually helping the community? Like, are those your actual, you know, are those, those could be your intentions. If you work in labs, if you work in doctor's offices, or if you work in hospitals, how are you going to benefit yourself to make sure yourself is safe as well as um, to put yourself to use to make sure that we can get through these hardships that we're going through? Like, set your intentions right now because... This the same thing as 2020. 2020 flew by super fast. So the same thing as that is the same thing. The 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 longer or the more the closer that we get to um, the world changing in a and I think it's in a positive way. The world changing and cleansing itself. The faster the time is going to speed up with us. Remember that time isn't time. The clock is man-made. Time is an illusion. You know, before clocks were even invented, all we knew was sunset and sun and sundown. That is it. You know what I'm saying? And when the sun was about to go down and stuff like that. And when the sun was at its peak and we followed stars and we followed the sun and the moon. That is what we did. So time is an illusion. We Our time is on our side, but it's also not. 
Um, so I don't believe in the saying that time is not on our side. Don't waste so much time. It's like, yeah, the only time that you will be wasting your life, not necessarily time, is when you're not benefiting yourself and in, in, in putting yourself in a position to benefit others in return. Because that's all we are really about. Like, what if you don't know your purpose, that is your intention. The intention for 2021, if you don't know your purpose, is to find it. And that's just what we have to do. Okay, period. Poo, nothing more, nothing less. Okay. And so that's all I have for you guys today. I just wanted to come in and kind of start this year off with some with some information, but also with some positive attitude and just say that whatever, if you are still here after all of these people have transitioned to another realm outside of this flesh, um, be thankful for that. You know, use these opportunities that if you lost some loved ones to make sure that you don't lose any more without actually building relationships with them if you didn't lose anybody and you came into this into into 2021 with a negative mindset change that we have the opportunity and we have the the power to change whatever we want to change as long as we're willing to work towards that so again this is lyrical freedom this is a tipsy monologue pour into your soul I love, love, love doing my podcast. I'm going to get back into doing it weekly because I'm tired of taking like a month off. But like I said, I had a lot of things going on. I had some tragedies that happened last month. Um, and I also had some really bomb ass things that happened last month um, that are falling into this month. So I just want to say I really, really, really enjoy um, just talking about everything, man. And, you know, be on the lookout for more episodes every week. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at a tipsy monologue, Facebook, a tipsy monologue um you can also follow my personal page on instagram lyrical freedom and just really get into yourself this year man and you guys have a great rest of your day